Hello and welcome to our fourth and final Squiggly Podcast Minnesota for this year's edition of the Click Amsterdam Animation Festival. I hope you've been enjoying these as much as I have, and also, like me, experiencing massive pangs of regret for not being at Click to see the films and meet these fine folks in person. Unless, of course, you were there and did just that. In which case, there's no need to rub it in. Have a bit of class, people. In today's episode, we bring you the last four filmmakers of the third Q&A session, hosted by the excellent Anna Eisebouts. We'll be meeting Alexandra Hohner, who directed the short non-fiction film M.E. about her friend with chronic fatigue syndrome. Ekaterina McAvia brings some fun, absurd minimalism with her micro-short Dutcher Aliens Cucumbers. Yali Herbert, with her Rene Magritte tribute film Magritte's Train, made in only five days. And Valerie Chang presents her independently made new short film, Where Do Babies Come From? And away we go! All right, so we have our final four filmmakers who I'd like to invite forward, which is Alexandra Hona, Valerie Chang, Yali Herbert, and Ekaterina Mikiva. Yeah. So it's gonna it's it's suddenly gonna be squeezing on the couch. I can I can also just grab a seat if you like. Alright, so if you could very quickly introduce yourselves and say the title of your film please. Uh, hello. My name is Yekaterina or Katya Mikheva. I made a film called Dacha Aliens Cucumbers. Thank you. I'm I'm Valerie. I made the <laughs> I made the film. Uh, where do babies come from? Um, I'm Alex. I'm Johanna, and uh, I uh, made an animated documentary uh, called Emmy. Thank you. Uh, I'm Yali Herbert. I'm from Israel, and I made a one-minute short called uh, Magritte Train. Thank you very much. All right, so we're going to start with Daka Alias and Cucumber. It's a film that sort of draws on some past uh, kind of art styles from the modernist era, to me anyways, uh, from when I look at it. But it's very simple, very humoristic, and at the same time you're touching on some subjects that are very relevant today. Not so much? Ah. Relevant? Then maybe I'm just reading <laughs> stuff into it. Um, <laughs> Okay. Maybe, I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. So so, well, well maybe, maybe I just drew some <laughs> parallels in my head, which uh, the aliens come, the, there, is a, there, is a bit of a, there is a bit of a, you know, not so happy time, and then the humans, I'm just sort of ruining it now, and the humans use them to get their cucumbers, right? Or they sort of collaborate and work together and get cucumbers. So that's how you portray uh, the script, yeah? That's how you very, yeah. very briefly. Well, it's, it's a one minute 15 <laughs> film, so even briefer than that. Okay. Was it but a question? No. Uh, see, I, see I, was, I was thinking, no, 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 because the parallels that I was seeing with the, with the world that we're in today is like how people from different sort of countries are fighting. And then, you know, I, I kind of saw it as a, like a beautiful thing, but not so much. Where did the film come from? Yeah. So actually, that's my first uh, course film. I'm a student, I'm a third year student. And for this film, I had an opportunity to make anything I like in a short period of time, like in six month, months, yeah. So uh, the script, yeah, I had a week for a script. 
So I thought, why not to make a story about like my childhood memories? So like the the best idea. And I comp so I collected some details from my childhood. So Dacha is a Russian country house name, and other people who are going to appear next <laughs> few seconds are actually my grandparents. And about aliens, I consider it as a documentary, so it was quite easy to make up. All right, so cool. This childhood thing kind of brings me to the next person, to Valerie, um, who you've just made a film about where babies come from. It's a very kind of cute film which turns very macabre very quickly from this age-old question of like, where do I come from? Where do babies come from? How many people did you ask about their parents' answer to that question? None. Really? This movie was just an idea that I, I, I wanted to make a film that was just fun to make. And I took the concept of um, reproducing, but in an organic way. So it's not very thought through. Mm. Um, it's just improvised. Everything is just improvised in the entire film. So did you get your own, this is where you come from story as a kid, or, and does it come from there a little bit, or is it not at all related, and was it just like, fun? No. I try to make sense of the film, but actually it doesn't really make sense. So, you know, I, I try to, to fix whatever wasn't there, instead of just having this completely random film of things dying and being born and just just it could technically keep going on forever but you know the music ended so it was at the end film <laughs> yeah all right that is that is a very nice way of working that must be a very happy kind of process despite all of the blood and the eating and the you know there is kind of a, a lot of gory stuff like in your previous work as well it's it, it occasionally gets kind, kind of dark with cutesy things is that yeah. something that you're very drawn to well, I like animation because you can do, technically you can do anything with it. And my style is a kind of cute-like style. I like to animate with that. Uh, but I also like to tell stories that are, you know, a little bit more realistic. Than, but, you know, you combine animation with a little bit more realism, then you get something in between. Then you get this. Fair enough. It's, um, it at least it gets a very strong direction through the title as well. Like when you see the title and then you see everything else, it becomes this whole circle of life thing. So it becomes very serious. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so ME by Alexandra Hona. It's uh, a disease that maybe, I don't know, it was kind of, I don't want to say hip and happening about 10 years ago, but like suddenly 10 years ago, the knowledge of it sort of came up. But people still know very, very little about it. Yes. And uh, you're showing it in a very uh, experiential way, for lack of a better word. Where does your interest with ME come from? Well, I had a friend who was diagnosed. Um, I knew him from before when he was healthy. And he was diagnosed at a point when I was looking for something, a subject where I can experiment with representation with. So it was the timing that I knew I need something that is um, that is uh, interesting for an animated documentary where I can do experiments and also I knew it's perfect for Emmy because it's so misrepresented and uh, um, it, it kind of from both and made sense so it 
did the subject did good for my documentary and my documentary kind of made sense for the subject mm -hmm. you know yeah sure it's it's also from looking at it online uh, quite a few people who have ME have commented on it and are very grateful to you yes uh, did your friend is he the one doing the voiceover yes yes so um, I recorded we had a really long conversation I recorded everything so the voice is not perfect uh, I edited it afterwards to make like a sense of it and he um, he approved it of course uh, the edit and also well, I did the design, but um, a lot of the symbols, like the cube and uh, the strong color contrast, uh, came from his drawings because I made him draw himself as healthy and then as he got ill. And then we talked about those drawings, and this is how I made up how the film should look like. Mm. So, animation and documentary, we don't actually have uh, been speaking to a lot of animated documentary makers yet this festival but um, actually none um, how, how do you feel where do you find yourself as a maker between that line of representing reality and representing animation which is in a way very different from the direct reality um, I don't know I think I think Animation just gives a different perspective, but I always thought this is some sort of reality. I mean, even your works is some sort of reality. Like oh, sure, yeah, that's childhood is. memories. That's uh, <laughs> that's definitely reality as so well. I, I just, like everyone has their own truth, so for me it's just to give a different perspective. Thank you. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Is it a genre that you think you'll continue working in? Or? Yes, yeah. yes. Like, I mean, I also have like all sorts of projects, but that's what I do as personal work. So, yes. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks. And then uh, we move on to Magritte's Train by uh, Yali Herbert. <laughs> yeah. So the title I find incredibly clever. Um, Magritte, as some of you all know, a surreal painter who did a lot of frames within frames. And so you're framing the world through mobile phones, through the train, through the mobile phones in people's heads. And it's, it's in a way, uh, it relates to uh, Undivided, that, was, uh, that we had a Q&A with the maker a couple of days ago. How did, you, how did you find this way of portraying such a complex issue? Um, okay, actually, I made this film um, because there was a contest in my country, in Israel, and the contest was uh, make, create a film in five days. Um, <laughs> yes, and uh, the challenge was that we, uh, the subject of the film was announced at, the at day one, and they said the subject was Rene Magritte, so that they wanted uh, the film to be inspired by him. And they also gave us some um, elements for inspiration, so they told us that it would be nice if there will be uh, a train and um, a saxophone, uh, a beer, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, what, what was the yeah train, saxophone, beer, coffee, um, phone, and uh, I think it, uh, like a techno, a modern city, a modern city. Yeah. So I've. I've, I didn't really have time to overthink it. I had to start right away. Um, and I just, um, so the process was less uh, script writing and more like just putting those uh, elements on the page and see how they, oh, and 
fifth element was uh, the comics. Yeah, that helped me a lot <laughs> because uh, yeah, because I just tried to put all those elements on the page and found out interested in um, compositions and. Then I realized that what I want to be the storyteller is that the train will be the storyteller, just like comics is a format of storytelling. And yeah, and I just played around with it. And it was five days of playing and I connected everything together and that's what came out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a beautiful, strange fi film, which yesterday it was in a program called Poetry yeah. in Motion. And it is one that I would say is where you can't exactly explain what it's about but you can definitely feel it like mm -hmm. the whole way through it's like it's a very emotional not heavy emotional but it's, it takes you in um so yeah I, I absolutely love it um and i was wondering i'm going to open up the floor to questions now does anyone have any i'm interested in how you find the music and when you decide not to make cuts on beats uh, because mm. music gives here a good feel and good atmosphere, but I think if some animation cuts will be on beats, it even take us more, you know, because our mm. will be up, 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 and uh, it was like decision or it was experiment and like. Um, yeah, that was also part of the limitation of time that I had. So um, I'm familiar with a website called uh, FMA. It's a free music archive where uh, it's hard music to find good music there. This one is so <laughs> yeah. So actually, I I was um, searching for the um, for one minute uh, piece, and I was writing some keywords like train. And uh, while I was animating, I was listening to a, a, a whole lot of uh, music until I felt that it's, this is the right one. Um, but yeah, actually I just had to find it and to put it on top of the film and I really didn't have the time to match it exactly. But I feel that uh, there was something quite interesting in, the, yeah, the, in this layer of music. Same. And did you send it to the other uh, of the music? This. Uh, oh yeah. And yeah. what did he reply? Oh. It, well, it's actually, it's the, f the second time I already do that, and they are very uh, excited and very emotioned about it. They say thank you, and that's exactly why they put those mu th this music on the website because they want those uh, they want their music to become something uh, creative. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, I have the question for everybody: What is your plans? Like, uh, what do you want to work on uh, on big films or on TV series, or maybe in commercial style or in your own style? So, I mean, like one thing that you want the most. You know, now you have this on the up of your dreams. All right. So, what's next? What's like the biggest dream for you guys? Mm. Uh, I really was excited for, I guess, yesterday's program, the commissioned films, because it really gave the vibe of making commercial projects as short films. So, like, putting as much effort to make it a unique piece and also get some money from it. Like, actually, the, the truck one was one of those I really liked, because you don't expect this bag to be at the end, and it gives you like this really nice 2D style. So I felt really inspired by yesterday's program. So I think it's a good idea to combine two of those, like your personal ideas, into commercial projects. Thank you. 
Yeah, I'm actually working on the development of an animated series, and uh, if that one goes through, then it would be really amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they try to not make it dark. <laughs> I try to make it dark. <laughs> so there we go. All right. Yeah. But no, we'll you said yesterday it's not a problem. Great. Well, I have hope. Well, I think I'm at the moment uh, I'm best at working at shorts, like just short format, because I get really invested in the subject and I don't know how I would do it for longer in one subject. That makes sense. I can relate. Uh, I feel that, yeah, just make more film. That, that's my goal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are there any other questions? Then, I think for the first time this week, we are exactly one minute over time. I'm so proud of all of us. Thank you very much to these lovely four ladies and to all the other filmmakers today. Well, there you go. These are always really great to listen back to, and I want to extend a special thanks to the team at Click especially Maxi Meisner, who helped furnish us with the recordings and also has a very fun name to say. To learn more about this episode's guests, here are some sites you can track them down at. Katya McAvia can be found at vimeo.com slash qshau. Then there's alexandrahona.weebly.com, yaliherbert.com, and Valerie Chang's site is ttails.com. And you can find Anna Eisabouts at AnnaEisabouts.com. And we, of course, are Squiggly.com or Squiggly.co.uk. They both work. It's amazing. We're also Squiggly Animation on Instagram, Squiggly Magazine on Facebook, and just regular old at Squiggly on Twitter. Before I leave you all alone, all you UK folks listening, be sure to get yourselves over to the Manchester Animation Festival next week. I'll be there presenting my usual Squiggly screening, for some of my favourite shorts of the past year or so. Steve and I will also be doing the Squiggly Quiz right after. Those are on the Wednesday the 14th from 5pm. The rest of the programme, by the way, looks amaze. Not only are there all the competition screenings and panels and retrospectives, they're also going behind the scenes of Isle of Dogs, Chuck Steele, Night of the Trampires, and Becker's Bunch. Plus there's plenty of opportunities to get shit-faced. So come on down, or up, depending on where you are geographically when you head off. The full program's at manchesteranimationfestival.co.uk. It all takes place at home in Manchester. Speaking of festivals, of course, it's the Click Amsterdam Animation Festival that's brought us all here today. You can keep abreast of what's in store for them at klik.amsterdam. In fact, why not go there now? You may as well. The episode's over. Bye! Bye!